Hey guys, welcome to Thrive Bites, the official podcast of Dr. Colin Zhu, aka The Chef Doc. On every episode, I talk with health and wellness experts from all over the world, such as doctors, chefs, dietitians, coaches, and many more. And I sit down with them and have casual conversations about plant-based lifestyle, how to elevate our emotional resilience, and what it really means to thrive. And I bring all of this to you. So let's get to this week's episode. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Awesome. Hello, hello. <laughs> Let's do a little uh, cheers and applause. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> can you hear me okay? I can, yes. Okay. All right. Well, we already have a bunch of listeners uh, hopping on, uh, which is awesome. Uh Hello, let's see. I see uh, you happy, L Cookie, Ross. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, guys, thank you so much. This is our second episode of the live series um, on Thrive Bites, uh, staying well amongst COVID. Um, and uh, I have a very special guest, Tara Rose uh, Gainham. Um, say hi to everyone, Tara. Hello, hello. Excited to be here. <laughs> Well, um, Tara is actually uh, part of season one of my regular uh, season. Um, so for those of you who have uh, never heard of Thrive Bites, um, I do have a regular season that I've just put on pause uh, for season two, um, talking about all, all things wellness, uh, plant-powered lifestyle, and thriving. Um, and I decided to create this live on-air series um, to be able to help as many people as we can um, through this pandemic and through these times of uh, confusion, uncertainty, um, a lot of things that is you know that has disrupted our normal uh, daily routines. And I want to be able to invite people um, to share their experiences, um, you know, to be able to help us out. So. Um, Tara, um, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us where you're coming from? Um, awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you for the work that you're doing. It's absolutely phenomenal. Thank um, you. So I am actually in sunny Arizona, and it has been such a gift to be able to get out into the sunshine. And um, my focus primarily is you know, super immunity through superfood and super herb, nutrition, clean water, hydration, mineralization, as well as the energy side of it all. So breath work, meditation, energy movement, physical movement, all of those things to help us really stay well. And so that's what my coaching practice and is, is based on as well as growing your own food so that you can create the medicinal apothecary, if you will, in your own yard or kitchen based on where you are and what you have to work with in order to grow. So uh, that's my work and that's that's where I'm coming from tonight. Yeah, yeah. And we'll definitely speak more to that because I know you have, you know, kind of like an eco farm out there and, you know, you're, you know, just doing it well with your business. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, it would be so fun to talk about. Um, so this pretty much, uh, series, um, I know we got a couple more listeners, uh, coming in, um, you know, just kind of a, of a point later in the episode, um, or the session rather, 
Um, you know, you guys could actually call in and if you have any questions, just let us know. Um, again, guys, um, you guys don't know who I am. I'm Colin Zhu. I'm the host of Fry Bites, and we're going to be talking about COVID. So the first question I want to pose to you is, um, well, to kind of give a little context is, you know, we are definitely living in a very, very interesting uh, time period, um, you know, globally. You know, it's not, it's not, you know, not affecting just one region. It's not affecting one color, quote unquote, of people country, nation, it's affecting the entire world. And um, I think this would be kind of similar to how war vets um, used to feel like, you know, when World War I and World War II happened, um, or maybe even the Vietnam War and other subsequent wars where things needed to mobilize, things needed to move fast. And you know, now there's a lot of talks of essentials and non-essentials. And, you know, now I had to kind of think about, you know, last week, you know, uh, it made me it made me think about um, my economics class way back when, you know, what is the difference between a need and a want, right? So a lot of things that we take for granted in our daily lives, um, you know, needed to be questioned, you know, um, because yeah. we needed to slow down. So can you give me your general perspective of, you know, how, you know, what, what you first, you know, uh, uh, emoted, you know, how you reacted to the situation and how you've been feeling, um, you know, just in general, you know, as a whole with everyone else? Wow. That's such an awesome question. Um, so, you know, I think that we probably have a lot of empaths on the line, right? And people who tune in who feel a lot. We've become a lot more perceptive as a culture, especially as people become healthier and just more aware in general. Um, and so perhaps people can relate that. At first, it was, I felt a lot of sadness and a lot of sadness for probably for mourning what was, right? And we we know and we've read lots of articles or seen lots of things come through that things will never be the same. Now, I personally believe they're going to be a lot better, more effective, um, happier and more connected moving forward. However, there's still a mourning period for what was. And so I definitely felt that deep sadness. And then, of course, the confusion that comes with that for so many people. Uh, what does this mean? Um, there's so much information coming through. And I think that we live in a day and age where it's really challenging to trust everything we read. So, you know, feeling the sadness, feeling the confusion, and then moving into, okay, now coming into the space of possibility. And we have so much possibility at our fingertips and we have time and we have a quieting of society that it kind of brings us home to ourselves, to each other, to our community, and it offers great opportunity for us. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I... Um... I think so me, you know, for those of you who do not know, I also work as a family. Um, I'm a board certified family medicine practitioner and I'm essentially on the front lines. However, I'm not in as front lines as people in the hospitals or ERs. You know, I work in a office based clinic and I do general practice and uh, pretty much from the last week. 70% of uh, patients have, you know, canceled their visits because they just didn't want to risk being out, um, mm -hmm. out and about. And I don't blame them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we have converted 
everything um, pretty much to telephone um, or telehealth visits to be able to decrease exposure. And towards the end of last week, I started to feel a lot of um, anxiety, you know, Mm. Um, and uh, anxiety in terms of what we're dealing with as a nation, uh, what we're dealing with globally. Um, And, um, you know, it's just a lot. I felt a lot of sadness to add to your point about, um, you know, we haven't been prepared, um, you know, on a literal sense. We haven't been prepared, at least as us Americans. Um, and uh, it makes me sad because currently our government um, isn't moving fast enough to be able to stock up hospitals and stock up, you know, um, uh, you know, our emergency departments. And, you know, for those of, you know, it's not so much on the news now it's getting traction, but for, for those of us that follow social media, um, healthcare providers and doctors were literally begging um, for supplies, you know, mm. just not enough masks, not enough protective equipment. And so to, con- to comment on what you're saying, Tara, is, you know, I've been feeling, you know, a lot of anxiety and a lot of sadness mm. for, you know, people mm. out there and for those that are dying needlessly. So Mm, absolutely. Oh, yeah, there's so much there's so much going on so much fear. So thank you to you big time for being on the front line and for being willing to show up in that way, even, you know, via telehealth or whatever it takes. So that's that's phenomenal. Yeah. So I think I think another thing is a good thing to talk about is how do we reframe you know, what we're going through, you know, a lot of us are, you know, indoors, hopefully most of us, if not all of us are indoors. I know people are still going out and about and, you know, not sticking to, you know, rules and stuff like that. But, you know, now that we are, um, you know, more indoors, you know, it gives us an opportunity to be with ourselves, right? Um, I just received a, a text from, my mother this morning and uh it was really really cute my mom is for those of you that uh, know my mom she's uh going to be 71 this year and she still practices uh she does uh, chinese medicine um out in staten island new york and um not the most tech technological savvy but she uh she she was very cute she just sent me this text this morning or a a, a, a post and basically it said if you cannot go outside go inside so meaning like you know so not not go outside but go inward toward you know go inward towards yourself and for those of us that practice yoga or meditation um deep breathing techniques there is a certain process with going inwards right so can you speak to a little bit about that and um speak to in terms of how we can reframe what we're going through. Absolutely. And firstly, I, I love your mom. Uh, I have the pleasure of knowing her as uh, my own health confidant, as well as for my dog who has epilepsy. And she's the most fiery, brilliant little 71 year old I've ever met. Um, so thank you for bringing her into this and bringing her energy here. Um, yes. And so I think that we have an incredible opportunity right now to practice mastery and there's all sorts of things 
happening online, right? We see things that are like, be really gentle on yourself and don't worry about doing anything but watching Netflix. And then there's all the way to get in the best shape of your life. And so there's a lot of noise out there. But what we can reframe and what we can really truly look at and say and see is we have this opportunity for space right now. And it's such an incredible gift to take space and internally create this space to meditate, to breathe, to look at ourselves and say, who am I? What do I truly desire? What is really important to me? And I just had a birthday on Sunday and it was really amazing because I have always been in the mindset of I want to make the most of every moment of every day. And this year it was making the most of it in a very different way because I couldn't travel. I couldn't go out. I couldn't do any of those things. And I went on an 11 mile bike ride and breakfast and dinner were made for me at home. And, but it was one of the best birthdays ever, but it was coming home inside, staying inside, being just with a close knit family instead of doing something totally epic and going diving somewhere crazy or climbing in Patagonia or whatever might have been on my list of things to do. And so we have this opportunity right now to look at this as a huge gift. Okay. What do we really want? How do we fortify and create super immunity? How do we practice mastery through the tiny habits we can implement in our lives right now? And how do we allow ourselves to really embrace being our own best friend, connecting to our spouses and our children and the people closest to us who really make up the tapestry and the fabric of our worlds, but that we may not have totally embraced in the past. So I think that we're facing an incredible opportunity and this is such a huge gift. So we have that opportunity for looking inward as your mom sent and connecting into that as a society, nation, internationally, and then as, as just individuals. Hey guys, we're going to be taking a short break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Thrive Bites. Let's get back to the interview. Right, right. So, like, I, I, I had the. So, I didn't know that you're a Pisces. I was born on the seventh. So, you know, go Pisces. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> happy belated too. <laughs> thank you, and happy to you. Yes, um, I'm on the cusp. I'm actually an Aries, oh. but I'm, I'm, I'm like right on the cusp. So it's like the beginning of the zodiac and the end. It's like Listen, the fire. I do, and the total I do peace. medicine. I do, do, I do not do astrology. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I love it. No, but I, um, I was fortunate enough to be able to um, uh, go out overseas for my birthday, and um, you know, I and I had for for those of you that know or follow my show on Thrive Bites, um, I travel a lot, you know, um, and I travel a lot overseas, and uh, whenever I get an opportunity to, it allows me to learn um, about other people, other languages, other cultures, and um, you know, I had the great fortune of traveling to Colombia, and um, you know, and I came back a week after. 
from where the city I was in, it got quarantined. So my, you know, to kind of contrast, you know, to what you're saying, you know, as much as we love to be outside, it's also important to be also you know, inside and being able to be still, you know, I've had a lot of uh, different points in my life. And I'm sure um, people that are listening on the call can relate is, you know, we as a society are conditioned to be go, 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 you know, and busy, 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 mm-hmm. and let's do the next thing and, you know, and whatnot. And um, I think for better or worse, this virus allows us to kind of take a pause and slow down and maybe watch our breath and maybe, you know, think about words before we, you know, actually um, say them, you know, out loud. So um, can you speak about um, in terms of how people can, you know, we're we're finding a lot of families, you know, spending more time with each other Um, for better or worse. It might drive drive them, you know, more mad or, you know, more crazy or, um, you know, whatnot, but what does this allow people to do in terms of relationship building and fortifying connections? Mm, What a beautiful question. So the first thing is just get getting more curious, right? I think that we get used to each other, meaning we're used to mannerisms. We're used to word patterns. We're used to those different things that we see every single day. And if we are really able to wake up and say, today I'm going to see you for the thousandth time and also for the first time, we offer this opportunity to get curious about who someone is growing into, how they're transforming day to day. And so we just start to observe instead of run on our preconceived judgments. And This can be a pretty challenging task. However, it's such a beautiful opportunity to say, okay, yesterday was yesterday, but today I'm just going to see you. I'm going to notice the way that when you smile, you know, the creases in your eyes move like this. You sound like this and we come totally to the present moment. We can use our five senses to do that. Um, We can look, we can smell, we can, you know, taste. I mean, we're not going to lick somebody, but to like taste their cheek, right? But like we're just saying. I mean, kind of weird. I mean, I guess we could. We could each other, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, we can utilize those those built-in senses to see, okay, who are you right now? And so first things first is getting curious And then with that, followed by that, there are some tools that we can leverage, especially if we're spending more time together. We set aside time for routines together. So how do we want to bond? Is it in movement? Do we want to set time to meditate together, to do breath work together, to go on a walk, to do um, body weight workouts? Like how can we do something that's productive and creating better lives, bodies, mindset individually, but how can we do that together? And then exercises that we can actually do together are eye gazing, right? So you gaze into somebody's eyes, you set a timer for a minute, and you just sit there with somebody. And it can sound silly. It can sound really, really hard. I do this with women all over the world. And I've done it with women who came into a group with me as strangers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they end up 
first they laugh, they look away, it's awkward, and then they're crying and they're connecting and they're seeing this other woman who they don't really even know, but they're Mm -hmm. seeing her and they're connecting. And when we do this with our family, we get to see something totally different. They say the eyes are the window to the soul. So if we can eye gaze and be so super present in that way, it's a very powerful connector for us to come back to the present moment. And again, get curious, who are you today? I'm not going to hold you to anything in the past, but let's connect let's share gratitudes, right? What am I grateful for today? Let's create these practices that are incredibly powerful and create this tight knit tapestry to create our family unit uh, or those who are close to us as a very positive powerhouse of a place for us to be and grow in, especially when we have to be inside. So when you are describing that, I'm picturing, you know, uh, a fireplace, I'm picturing a yoga mat, I'm picturing two people, whether they're a couple or, you know, and they're just facing each other. And um, I, man, what was the, what was the exercise that people, uh, you know, got really popular? I think it was in the New York times. I think it was a, 36 questions to ask to increase intimacy or, you know, to get someone to, you know, fall in love with you and something something like that. (laughs) And one of the exercises that I remembered was, um, you know, towards the end, it said spend four minutes and do nothing and, um, you know, just stare into each other's eyes, you know, and try not to pull away. And funny enough, it was just very interesting because I was doing this with uh, another friend. Um, and, uh, you know, it was just at first it was really awkward. Um, but what I what I realized was, you know, it gives you a sense of calmness. Right. It gives you a sense of feeling of, oh, you know, I kind of know this person after a few seconds and I don't don't really know why. You know, you get the sense of, you know, connection and you get the sense of, you know, um, you know, bondedness. And um, the point is, is that, you know, to add to your point, I think it gives an opportunity during this time to grow, to listen to each other. And, you know, the most importantly, in my opinion, is to be more present with one another, because guess what, you know, as a nation, we're super busy, um, busier than most Western societies, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, it doesn't allow us to spend that time with family and friends, which I'm sure people listening in would love to, you know, have more time with family and friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's what we're always asking for, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so let's talk about immunity, right? And, you know, you've talked about, you know, having super immunity, whether it's through food or supplements or, you know, different things like that. Talk about, let's talk about basics first. Like, what is the immune system? You know, where is it located? You know, uh, why is it important? And because obviously the virus, for those of you that missed uh, my talk uh, yesterday with Dr. Rob Graham, um, you know, he's also a fellow physician and we talked about what is a virus is, um, you know, it's, you know, it's attacking our immune system, right? So what is the immune system? Why is it important? Awesome question. So the immune system is the part of us who that keeps us healthy, right? It's it for really layman terms. 
And primarily our immune system lives in our gut. About 75 to 80% of that immune system comes straight from our gut or in our intestines. And so we start to look at the immune system and the functions of it starting at our mouth because our mouths are where the digestive system starts. We have salivary glands. <laughs> I don't know why mm-hmm. that word's always so weird to me, right? <laughs> Usually but, us Asian people would have problems with our L's and R's, but, you know, I can't, I can't, right? get, I can't excuse you, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't have any excuse except that it's just a weird word. Um, but our saliva is what actually starts to break down our food and also our chewing. So how much are we chewing? And so we start there and it's so important to make our food, you know, watery before we swallow it. And most of us don't, we're in a rush. Like you said, we're so busy. We're just one, two, three bites and swallow. And then what happens is our food starts to ferment in our gut. It causes backup, gas, all those different things. And then unfortunately, our uh, immune systems start to break down because of our eating habits and our ingestion habits. So it's just as much what we eat as it is how we eat. So if we're eating in front of the TV, unconsciously, we're not chewing enough, we're drinking a bunch of, you know, whatever it is during a meal, unfortunately, our food is not digesting properly. It's not assimilating. It's not excreting. And then we're going to get back up. And so the two most important things or the three, I should say, the most important things are making sure that our intestines are expelling every single day, two to three times that we're pooping, (laughs) right? And Mm -hmm. that we're getting all of that out so our immune system can stay healthy. That healthy bacteria is there to digest and eliminate our food and utilize the nutrients we're taking in. And that, um, that in the lungs are, you know, your mom would say, uh, in Chinese medicine, right there, the yin yang organ opposites. And so if the intestines are clear and healthy, that totally supports the lungs to be clear and healthy. And then the other component to that is the liver and making sure that the liver is clear because the liver directly relates to the blood and the purity of the blood. And so making Mm -hmm. sure that we have these three things clear uh, and functioning helps our immune system to kill off disease when it comes into our bodies or viruses or anything like that and just take care of it. And we don't have to worry about it. So when we talk about super immunity, it's, are we cleansed or are we backed up? Are we going to the bathroom? Are we not? Are we doing our breath work? Because again, being that the lungs and the intestines are directly connected, if we clear the lungs, it supports the intestines and vice versa. So we know that we're all, our bodies are connected. And I think sometimes we forget that, especially in the Western culture, because we're so trained to go to the foot doctor or go to the kidney doctor or whatever that is. But mm-hmm. that's not really how we work, right? We have to look at the whole person and how we're connected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, we're going to be taking a short break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Thrive Bites. Let's get back to the interview. Yeah, uh, great points, by the way. I mean, uh, another thing I would add is, um, you know, I literally just had this talk with someone earlier today. And, um, you know, uh, what we get exposed to, you know, you talked about the lungs and air. That's one bit. 
um, our skin. Our skin, for those of us who do not know, is actually our largest, you know, organ, you know, and it's on the outside and it's literally a highway going in and out, right? But our GI system, our gastrointestinal system, you know, it has the most exposure to whatever we put into um, our uh, mouth. So, um, yeah, so basically let's talk about, you know, different uh, practices, um, foods, um, you know, different, uh, you talked about, I don't know if you had mentioned about supplements before, but, you know, what are some ways that we can boost immunity? Yep, definitely. So I would start with a daily breath work practice. Absolutely. Right. Just to create that internal fire. So that's a piece of it. The second thing is utilizing chlorella or a really high quality greens powder. My favorite brand is Health Force Nutritionals, um, and they have the whole spectrum of vitamins in those greens powders. And so that offers an opportunity to take those in and absorb those into the body. Um, aloe vera, pure aloe vera is a fantastic way to clear out the bowels because it helps to release them and create a cleansing effect. So that's another wonderful way to cleanse and allow your bowels to release along with the breathing that helps to cleanse and fortify the lungs and then the greens powders. Um, the other couple of things to make sure that we include are the vitamin D, the vitamin K2, um, the chlorella as well has the vitamin A and really high levels of zinc, which are very powerful for the body. So of course we want to get that in. Um, and then iodine and coated collodial or coated silver, which in the past we've talked about collodial silver, but coated silver. So yeah. getting some of these things in, if you can get into the sunshine, great. If you can't get a really high quality vitamin D3 supplement in and these, and then of course, vitamin C. So, um, right. getting, getting huge doses of vitamin C into the body will be really supportive as well. So just having that with a whole foods diet, very low in refined sugar, refined and processed meats and dairy, um, and you know, breads and all of those things will help as well. So just eating a whole foods diet, eating less, you know, we know fasting, fasting has been around for thousands and thousands of years mm -hmm. and it's been pr proven to support us, right? Yeah. You don't see any, when animals don't feel well in nature, they fast, right? They just stop eating and that's totally natural and normal for our bodies as well. So fast, if you don't feel well, your body will naturally not be hungry and you just allow it to cleanse and clear out and heal itself. Yeah. Yeah. No, great points. Um, what I would like to add to that is, um, uh, in terms of vitamins and minerals, um, definitely C, like you said, D, um, I don't know if you mentioned, a. Uh, I would recommend 2000 units daily, um, would be the minimum. Um, and, uh, you know, you had mentioned zinc, but vitamin C and vitamin E, those are our body's natural antioxidants and they help to destroy free radicals. And what that means, um, in uh, layman's terms is that, you know, we are faced with a lot of stress, right? And things that oxidize is basically similar if you think about like rust to a car, right? When things oxidize, it turns into rust, right? And a similar process does happen within our bodies, except our bodies make 
you know, antioxidants, we receive antioxidants from foods, right, mainly plants, um, to be able to fight this off. Um, you know, you had mentioned whole foods. I think that's great. I think a, uh, a, a foods that are high in fruits and vegetables are really, really important that have beta carotene, uh, which is also another class of antioxidants. Um, good sources would be like sweet potatoes, carrots, um, bell peppers. Um, anything that's very colorful is going to um, increase your intake of beta carotene. Um, and also, you know, important is sleep. Um, a lot of sleep is usually, uh, something that most people, um, uh, don't really get enough of. And, um, you know, we don't really talk about sleep that much. And as a, you know, quote unquote, busy society, you know, less, I find that more and more patients are getting less and less sleep. So I think, um, that's super important getting, um, seven to eight hours is, uh, what we recommend, um, so um, I don't know if you had anything more to add, uh, Tara. Um, you know, uh, I 100% agree with the sleep and doing a yoga nidra. It's an I-D-R-A session. So you can look those up on YouTube. But yoga nidra can also really support the body in getting into that parasympathetic system that you're talking about. So that rest and relax, rejuvenation, healing uh, part of the, the body. And it has been studied and said that the yoga nidra sessions can support uh, the body and actually having up to four hours of deep sleep with just like a 30 minute yoga nidra session. So again, if people do that during the day, it can really help to rejuvenate their bodies. If they're home, if they're having stress, you know, all of those different things, or even they can do them before bed to help them sleep and get that deep restful sleep that you're talking about. Cause it's not just sleep, right? It's quality of sleep. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So these are, you know, important. And for those of you guys that, you know, missed, um, pretty much the barrage of foods and supplement names that we've had, um, the session will be recorded. So, and I will release it, clean it up and release it later on. So don't, don't fret everyone. So, um, and also, um, for listeners out there, um, on my website, uh, chefdoczoo.com. I do have resources for you, um, you know, to be able to take from, um, you know, that we've kind of gone, gone over and, uh, Tara will mention her, uh, you know, sites and social media towards the end. Um, so let's talk about another topic. Um, in terms of, you know, people are kind of like, you know, uh, in a state of anxiety and panic, um, and fear driven mode, especially with the media. Um, what are some ways to be able to cope with that? You know, especially for those of us that don't have a quote unquote background in, of anxiety or depression or just not anything formally diagnosed, but we find that, you know, more and more people are getting more anxious, right? Is it because of the media is it because of, you know, everything, you know, just going haywire right now? Yes, I definitely think it's the media, things going haywire. And, you know, I think that we have a population of geniuses on our hands. <laughs> Colin, I really do. Dr. Colin, <laughs> I think that we are dealing with people who are very perceptive, very smart, 
and people are sensing this dichotomy, right? Then it's hard to tell truth from partial truths from lies. And so we have all of these different things going on right now internally, and we don't know how to prepare. So a lot of my clients are coming to me and they're like, I want to prepare. And I know nothing goes to plan, but I need to prepare, right? And everybody's wanting to know how to move forward. And the reality is we don't know. It's like we Mm -hmm. just dove off a cliff and we're learning to flap our wings and we know for sure we're going to fly. We're just not exactly sure how the wind current is going to be and where we're going to go. And so looking at it from that perspective offers us an opportunity to say, okay, we know there's anxiety and fear right now. So first of all, let's just acknowledge that. Let's acknowledge our ability to feel and our ability to know that we can trust ourselves in this time. And I think that trust is a very important component, especially of ourselves. And then once we acknowledge how we feel, then we can move from that to, okay, so I've acknowledged I feel this way now, How can I come inside, like we talked about earlier, into my own self, into my family unit and connect into what I'm doing here and prepare from there? And then what tools can I utilize to calm the anxiety, create peace inside of myself and then move forward? Does that all make sense? Yeah, I think uh, recognition of being aware that we can feel all this, right? It's not every day that we are in pair, you know, fear stricken mode, right? Um, and I think that's why our bodies are set up this way to be able to run away from something dangerous, right? So it's not necessarily a bad thing for us to emote fear or emote. Yeah. Um, you know, panic or just these feelings of anxiety. I think it's important, like you said, to acknowledge them and to be aware of them, right? Um, So in the future, let's just say you tumble and fall, you have enough reaction time to, you know, pick yourself up. Or if a dog is chasing you or something like that, right? Um, I remember when I was very, very young, um, you know, in the town in the town that I was born in, in New Jersey, I remember I was um, just coming back from school and um, there was a neighbor's dog um, that I saw out of the corner of my eye. And I, could, I swear to God, I think it was a Doberman Pinscher. Um, and for whatever reason, this dog was not leashed. And so I looked at it you know, probably wrong and, um, and probably regretted it ever since. And it started chasing <laughs> me, right? It started chasing me. And I was literally nothing was, you know, in my head besides running away. And um, I, I, I illustrate this point, um, you know, to be able to say that, you know, it's important to acknowledge that and to acknowledge that you're maybe afraid, you know what I'm saying? That displays vulnerability. It's, it, may, it may be important to be, you know, just uh, trusting of what you're feeling, right? Um, but at the same time, the most important thing is that they're temporary. Um, they're not going to be forever. The time that we're living is not forever. Um, and even though things may seem unstable and uncertain, um, you know, we're good. You know, we got power right? Basic. Let's go back to basics. You know, Maslow's hierarchy of uh, needs. We got, we got, you know, a roof over our heads, you know, most of us, you know, 
um, you know, water, gas, power, things like that, right? And so I'm not sure why people are buying up every toilet paper roll out there. Um, you know, I don't uh, like I, I don't it's not a diarrheal disease. Um, I don't know why every, I don't know why people are I don't know why there's a line outside of Costco, you know, like at, you know, 759, you know, um, but, you know, you have to be able to rely on your senses, um, rely on each other. And, you know, it's also important to consider your fellow man and to consider your fellow neighbor. Now is the time to, you know, be less selfish and to actually think of others at the same time. Um, and uh, my friend, Dr. Rob Graham from yesterday's uh, live on air show, uh, he, he was telling me about, um, you know, a wise person was saying like, uh, in order, in order for you to progress and to be happy and to move forward, um, you have to make other, you have to help other people. And so, you know, you, you, you need to be able to, now is a perfect opportunity to think of others, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, I, um, I, I, want to, I want to close out, um, and say, uh, you know, thank you, uh, everyone that's listening on, uh, Tara, can you share, um, again, uh, for those of us that are, um, hopping on again, um, you know, what you do again, where are you calling from and what you can offer? Um, you know, because I know on social media, you're doing a lot of Facebook lives right now. Um, you know, what are you, what are you, uh, offering, um, uh, from your end right now? Definitely. So um, I'm here in Arizona, sunny Arizona, which is such a gift. (laughs) Um, And my Facebook lives are just primarily soul nourishment for mind and body and spirit and just connecting into tool sets and things that we can utilize right now to feel better, feel positive and move forward in a really productive way. Um, My website's so brilliant planet.org is a site where we're continuing to update and share resources to plant your own biodynamic organic medicinal foods and then how to prepare them so we're working on that it is a nonprofit organization so you can also find us on facebook and instagram under brilliant planet and then tararosegannum.com as well as those social media sites offer opportunities to connect into mindset, breath work, meditation, immunity, all of those different components that help us really go inside and live from the inside out. And I've taught this for 12 years and the message remains the same. And the the thing that I continue to remind my clients of is that the universal laws haven't changed, right? Um, just because there's a virus and it's scary and we know that and we acknowledge it, we can still fortify internally and utilize that strength to move through this time just as we would any other time in life. So I I see this as a, a, you know, this is not a test, right? It's It's an actual playground and we get to go out and utilize all that we know how to do and implement new techniques and tools to really create abundance in this time in all ways through connection and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. 
And, um, you know, when I, again, um, you know, this uh, episode is being recorded. So for those of you who are not able to join in live, um, you'll be able to hear it uh, in the next 20, hopefully next 24, 48 hours um, when I post it um, up later on. And, um, you know, thank you so much for being on the show, Tara. Um, I will definitely put uh, your links um, into the episode. And uh, thank you to all my listeners. Um, You know, if you are catching me for the first time, um, I am the host of Thrive Bites, which is a regular seasoned uh, podcast here. And uh, please be safe, everyone. Um, please defer to, you know, the CDC, the World Health Organization, and your state um, public health um, websites. And uh, please be safe, be kind to each other, and uh, let's take this opportunity to connect um, more. So thank you again, Tara, and thank you, everyone. Thank you so much, Colin. It's been awesome. Hey guys, that was another episode of Thrive Bites. If you like that episode, please subscribe and follow weekly for new episodes. And don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts.